Hey guys! Hey everyone, welcome back to Still Living on the Dance Floor. It's been a little while since our last podcast, we apologize. Mm -hmm. We were behind about two weeks, you know. Life is just crazy. We ended up taking last week off um, because one of us was kind of sick, and with everything else going on in the world, with the Black Lives Matter movement, we realized that no one really needed to hear an hour of us sarcastically making comments about dance moms when there were clearly a lot more things going on in the world that were way more important than dance bombs. So, right. You know, just not the time. Not the time. We read the room, unlike Abby did in right. the last episode. Right. Um, so we took some time ourselves to learn more about the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, not that any of us would ever, you know, say that our white daughter should play Rosa Parks, a la Jill in season two. Mm-hmm. But um, we both know that we have a lot of work to do um, learning about all of these social issues, and uh, we wanted to take time last week and this week and all the weeks moving forward to learn more, and we urge everybody else to as well. Yes. With that being said, let's get to episode three. Let, yeah, so I was really excited about this episode, and I don't know, it was kind of anticlimactic. It kind of was, but it was kind of a nice break. Yeah. It was kind of refreshing, kind of comforting. One of It was just a solid episode. Yeah. It was, you know, nothing super exciting happened, but that also meant that nothing absolutely terrible happened either. So you kind of take the good with the bad with right. episodes like these. But uh, so the dances this week, we had um, a solo from Vivi. We'll get there. <laughs> um, and then we had ups and downs as the group dance. And that is honestly still probably to this day one of my like top five favorite group dances they do. Megan is a big fan of ups and downs. I was singing along while we were watching it. I'm so sorry. Um, no, it's necessary. But when I was in seventh grade, that song, I literally legally downloaded it from YouTube and made some sort of sketchy file that I uploaded to iTunes so I could put it on my iPod Nano and listen to it in middle school iPod Nano. I forgot those existed. I had a, um, like, a fuchsia iPod Nano. I know exactly the one you're talking about. And on the back, I had it engraved with Live, Laugh, Love. Oh. So I will see myself out. Podcast over. Thanks for listening. (laughs) But yes, my love for this group chat. Group chat. (laughs) This group dance runs deep. (laughs) Also, so we always go to Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, please sponsor us. Please. before we record, and I my coffee order is a little weird, and I take ownership of that, but um, I just get an iced coffee with five creams and extra ice, and today I think they didn't give me any coffee. I think it was just it cream. It was milk. I, it's just, it's whiter than I am, and that says a lot, um, considering how Irish I am, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'm, if I'm a little off today. Um, anyway, so with that being said, let's go back to the dances. Back to Pyramid. So... Who was on top? It was Maddie. So we had Maddie, and so we're still on the chalkboard. We're yeah. still sitting on the ground. Um, we did not get any aggressive arrows this time, so I guess that's progress. Right. I didn't even think about that. She kind of, it was one and done with that pyramid, other than the moms. They, yeah. like, talked about that pyramid all week. Oh, my God. This was, I, I don't think they realized until this episode, episode three, week three, how the pyramid works. They we're so confused. They wanted Brooke to be on top because this week's group dance was an acro dance. And we're all like, honey, she'll be on top next week. That's how it works. Right. So Kelly, this ends up being a thing. So Maddie's on top of the pyramid because she won the um, overall title for um, Cry last week. Then you have Chloe because she was second to Maddie. And then you have Brooke. And Kelly 
pitches a fit all week that Brooke's not on top of the pyramid because it's going to be evidence. But excuse me, ma'am, your daughter did not win the title the week before. Right. And then she also goes and has a conversation with Abby. And it was kind of civil. I noticed that. That's probably one of the only civil <laughs> conversations. the last one. <laughs> yeah, Abby and Kelly ever had. It kind of didn't have a point to it. Like, there was no conclusion. But there also wasn't, like, an explosion where Brooke was taken out of a dance. And Right. I don't, have we ever have we had a fight at Pyramid yet? I don't think so. They stay pretty quiet. Yeah. So this was another civil pyramid. Um, the bottom of the pyramid, kind of as normal, is Nia Page, Kenzie, and Vivi. And you can <laughs> see all of the ALDC dancers, you know, had their headshots taken at the same time. So they yeah. all have the same background. And then you just see Vivi, who's at the very end of the bottom row. <laughs> In a cowboy hat with a different background, and she just has such huge yeehaw energy. I'm surprised she didn't have, like, bunny ears on and she wasn't holding a carrot. Yeah, why wasn't the background pink? Because Kathy loves pink. She's quirky. <laughs> I don't like pink. <laughs> Can we talk about how, like, Vivi is six, but also, like, 15 at the same time? I know. The things she says are so sarcastic. Vivian Brooke in this episode kind of had the same, like, moody teenage demeanor, even though Brooke is, like, fully seven years older than right. Vivi. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, basically, they get, the moms get upstairs, so there's no fighting, like, everyone just kind of goes on their way, it's gonna be a low-key week, no one has solos right. besides Vivi, like, there's really not much to be mad about. Of course, they found things to be mad about, don't worry, but <laughs> they get upstairs, and Kathy doesn't understand the concept that if you're at the last, like, the last person on the row on the pyramid is technically the bottom bottom. So she realizes that Vivi is, like, the bottom of the bottom. (laughs) She was not happy. (laughs) She's like, oh, it goes from top to bottom? She, like, had no idea what a pyramid was. But she had been there for two weeks. And also, like, I mean, she's not an idiot. Like, she's a business owner. Right. it just didn't make any sense. I, I don't know if that clip was from, like, another episode, because it made her sound so dumb. It just make it make sense, please. Someone. <laughs> um, and so Kelly is still upset about Brooke. Um, we also get the um, quote from Kathy that she thinks that there should be kettles for kids. Again, I'm scared of what Kathy is capable of. I don't know what goes on in her head. Well, she was also, and to, I mean, to the mom's credit, like, they were in their confessionals. They were t- sitting there talking shit about Kathy because Kathy was sitting there talking shit about them and the studio to their faces. I Is Kathy okay? I mean, no. Was Kathy an only child? Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah. And, like, what were her parents like? Well, her mom's still around, I'm pretty sure. I don't know about now, like, RIP if she's gone now, but in this first season, her mom is alive. Well, and she's also raising an only child, which I feel like only children raising only children. Kelly decides, I think Kelly's kind of egged on by Kathy a little bit, and she decides that she's going to go confront Abby about Brooke not being at the top of the pyramid. And this whole, like, when I was taking notes... This For this scene, I literally just wrote projecting with four exclamation <laughs> points because the conversation starts out being about Brooke's placement on the pyramid, and then it turns into, like, 
Abby is still bitter that Kelly quit dance and right. she had all this potential and she doesn't want Brooke to turn into Kelly because she doesn't agree with Kelly's lifestyle. And I'm sitting here trying to like go from point A to point B with them and I just I just can't make the connection. There isn't one. It's just and that's their argument for like the whole first season mm-hmm. is Brooke wants to quit dance just like Kelly wanted to quit dance. She wants to be a cheerleader, specifically. Specifically, yeah. And we get a whole... And this literally doesn't get resolved until season two, episode five. So we have to deal with this for a full more season. Kind of annoying. But, yeah, I mean, basically, Kelly, Kelly's point is, like, I'm in my 40s. I quit dance 30 years ago. Yeah, like, please stop talking about it. Like, she's like, I'm married. I have a family. I'm very happy now. And Abby's just like, your life just isn't all that it's... Like, all that it's, like, meant out, you know. Right. All that it's cut out to be. Like, right. Your life is not as good as you think it is. You could have been ten times better. Think of what you could have been. She's like, I didn't... Not everyone wants to be on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, like... It's just, like, can we... It, it, I think it just, like, it shows that when they're fighting about the kids, they're never really fighting about never. the kids. And that is something you should take with you through the entire show. It's never really about the kids. And I just... And it's not... I feel like this wasn't even, like, fun drama. No, it was a conversation. And that's why I feel kind that of had no about point. this... Meh about this episode, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, it's Kathy's birthday. Right. Happy birthday, Kathy. And um, we... You know, they start to kind of plant the seed that Melissa is a snake. So you have Christy and Kelly in their confessionals being like... Yeah, everyone here hates Melissa because she's a snake, so she only tries to be friends with the new people. And then on cue, she comes in with a full gift and then, like, a Cake Boss-style birthday cake for Kathy. It looked so good. It It looked so good. It was, like, an elevated grocery store sheet cake, Mm -hmm. and it looked so good. It had, like, fondant on it. I mean, Melissa's not afraid to spend money. Right. Of her soon-to-be <laughs> husband that she, like, refuses to talk about. I don't understand why she wasn't more open with the fact that she was getting a divorce and was marrying someone else. Like, just own it. Well, I believe this comes to light later in the second season when she has to send cease and desist letters to the other moms for right. talking about it. I believe her divorce wasn't final and it was, was going to go against the terms of the divorce or something for her to be living with her now husband okay. and to have that guy paying for dance. Right. So I think she's like, we need to not talk about it. But by just being like, we need to not talk about it and shutting down, it made it a way bigger deal. Yeah. I'm like, she just handled it wrong. I'm like, Melissa. Girl. Do give better. Giving us nothing. <laughs> just do better. Um, well, and then she gives her this very, like, 2011 set of bangles. Mm-hmm. Like, from Francesca's. Before oh, yeah. Francesca's was a thing. Whatever the store before Francesca's was. Yeah. Whatever that was popular. Well, and then you get the incredible quote from Christy, where she's like, oh, so she gets Kathy a cake and a gift. She's known her for two days. I had a baby. Like, <laughs> like a, a whole Like a baby. baby. And I didn't even get a card. So... She doesn't like me. Christy's like, I don't think she likes me. <laughs> You're like, wonder why. Oh my god, I'm so surprised. What would make you think that? Yikes. Um, then we get to, first of all, you always know it's going to be a scene with Kathy by the music. It's oh, some yeah. like quirky, like fairy tale 
Like a bunny is hopping in the grass. Like great British Bake Off. Right. Kind of background music. But we get to see her house again in this episode. <laughs> Vivi has come home from school with a lunchbox. <laughs> and she said the applesauce exploded, which was an understatement. The applesauce vomited. It was applesauce gate, y'all. It literally was. And then she is talking about that solo that she's supposed to do, and she is stressed. She's so stressed. She's like, I don't want to do a solo. I only, she's like, I kind of like dancing with other people, but even then, not really. I don't want to do it. I'm going to be embarrassed. And she's like crying this whole time. And Kathy's like, okay, well, what do you want me to do about it? Literally. Girl, pull the dance. Pull the dance or like practice maybe. Oh my God. Well, and then we get the, we get Kathy earlier in the episode was like, I want Vivi to be like me. I want her to win. I want her to do, I want her to wear the dresses. I want her to get the awards. It's like. I'm surprised that Vivi's okay. Right. She turned out, like, decent. I don't know how at all. The way Vivi just, like, hated what her mother was having her do. Well, and I remember that they kind of leave kind of unexpectedly towards the end of the season. Like, Mm -hmm. when they start, like, really, really traveling and they're not in Pittsburgh anymore, Kathy just stops showing up. And I'm excited to watch those episodes because I want to see if, like, we can detect now why that happened like whether that was a ploy from the producers or whether Kathy was really like okay this is really bad for my daughter we shouldn't do this anymore right but we gotta sit through a couple more episodes of Vivi just looking miserable before we get there right and it's almost like Kathy's afraid to make Vivi try yeah it's like she doesn't want her to hate her so I wonder if that's also like a Something with her parents. Kathy just needs to address some things. Well, we didn't really learn a lot about Kathy's background, right. but we did learn a lot about the other mom's backgrounds because Melissa and Kathy go out to lunch um, as a as a birthday lunch. And first of all, they go to lunch in this like brewery that's a church. Looks it's great. contradicting itself, but it's okay. I'm into it. I want to go. I know it looks cool. Um, and so we get you know Kathy shows up and Kathy just wanted the tea about everybody and she was explicitly <laughs> like so what do the husbands do and so we learned that Holly's husband works in the nonprofit world Kelly's husband works for a family business and Chrissy's husband works for the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh and then she's like so Melissa what do, what does your husband do <laughs> and Melissa just goes stone cold and she says she's like I can't talk about it I, I'm getting a divorce I don't know what he does. Literally. I see that's what I mean. Like you can at least speak use your words. <laughs> like right. don't just stare off into space and be like, oh, I can't talk about it. Oh my god. And just you know, Kathy <laughs> that line. <laughs> Kathy says Kathy's saying to Melissa, you know, you can confide in me. If you want to talk about this, this is really difficult. Like I am here for you. Then they cut to her confessional and you hear her say you know, I told her she can confide in me, but I'm busy. I don't have time for that. Like, I just, I'm not going through a divorce. This isn't my problem. Cut back to the scene between them. Kathy's like, I just found my new BFF. Literally. Kathy, first of all, came with a mission to, like, get information out of Melissa, which I respect. Oh, yeah. Respect, I respect the hustle. I, the thing that I'm confused about, though, is that they have made this show revolve around Kathy so much right. so far. But I'm like, what did they do when you hit season or er, episode six, episode seven, and like Kathy's just gone? Right. Mm-hmm. Well. A mystery. We'll get there. Well we also got a little bit of um to see uh Kelly's house. They're, they why are all their names start with K or C? It really throws me off. Mm, I love the Kardashians. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we get to Kelly's house because Brooke doesn't want to go to rehearsal. 
I don't think, I mean, obviously she was brooding and didn't want to go and probably really did feel that way, but this scene feels so forced <laughs> and <laughs> so, weird. So Brooke is fully dressed for dance with her dance bag on her shoulder, just laying on her bed with her Ugg boots on because it's 2011, having a lollipop. And just like, like, I don't want to go. Hating life. Said, I want to go to the mall. Like, and Kelly's like, you're, you're ready. Please leave. Right. Like, please get up. (laughs) And she's like, well, my friends are going to the mall. Kelly's like, do you, do you think that your friends became Junior Miss Dance of Pennsylvania by going to the mall? And she's like, no, stupid. (laughs) She's like, like, they don't want to dance. Neither do I. I don't want to be junior mistakes of Pennsylvania. She's like, I didn't ask for this. I want to go to the mall. This really feels, between all of the the Brooke storyline and the Vivi storyline, it reminds me so much of that iconic movie Ice Princess, where she's sitting in the car and she looks at her mom and she said, it's your dream. Your dream, not mine. I have that movie over there. I have a DVD. Stop. Those movies are so good. Any movie from, like, that era of Disney Channel? Well, I also think, speaking of, like, that era, going, like, just going to the mall was such a thing. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I I didn't grow up in Pennsylvania, but I also grew up in, like, a northeast suburb, and that was the thing. Like, right. you'd go, and you'd get your Starbucks frappe, and walk around, and go to Justice, and then, you know, go to Abercrombie and Hollister, and buy maybe one thing, because you have no money. Maybe Brooke that wasn't money. A, Yeah, maybe that wasn't a problem for that. <laughs> I was like, Brooke had her money. She also said there was parties happening. She's like 12, 13. Right. I'm like, I just didn't, maybe a birthday party, but when she said party, she made it sound like there was like, me, at this person's house, there's a party. I'm like, well, Pittsburgh is different. So I think the other thing going on is that, so half of this is that Brooke just doesn't want to do it. Like, she doesn't right. want to be a dance, whatever. And I mean, Kelly and Christy have a conversation about it. And I mean, I think they're right. You know, she, you know, Brooke is there because of the show. I mean, she's dancing with Vivi. Right. Vivi is six and Brooke is 13. So it's like, I'm sure she wasn't. And I mean, yeah, I guess she loves Paige, but like, I'm sure she didn't know the girls super well at this point. Like, this wasn't the normal group she danced with, right? So, like, there's that part where she just kind of, like, mentally and spiritually is kind of checked out and doesn't want to be there. Spiritually? (laughs) She's not there. (laughs) But then there's the other half of this where she's genuinely, like, really injured. Right. We get to go to the chiropractor. So we go to the chiropractor and she's like, it hurts everywhere. I'm in pain. The guy's like, please stop dancing. (laughs) The guy's like, so... The pain was caused by dance. It hurts the most when you dance. The answer is to not dance. And Kelly's face is like, well, no. <laughs> she's like, there's got to be something else. There's My favorite part is when she's like, or the chiropractor is asking Kelly, what do you do to like help it? They're like, we ice it. And then she's, he goes, that's good. And then Kelly's like, she sleeps with a heating pad. He goes, that's bad. Like, Wrong. <laughs> incorrect and I just I feel I feel bad for Brooke at this point because I feel like maybe she sorry the dogs they're really excited they I think they agree with me I think they do too um I think you know Brooke is like I don't want to be here but also it really hurts when I'm here and doing these things and so I feel like her case I guess or her reasoning for why she shouldn't have to dance was definitely diluted by her just like being a teena- teenager and not yeah. there, when it probably like wasn't good health wise for her to be there she was like the only one who was like maybe I should stop for 
like purely health reasons. Right. Like every every time someone was like, just push through the pain, she's like, are you dumb? <laughs> uh, well, that gets us to get ready for the competition, and so we are on the bus. <laughs> um, Vivi and Kathy are driving separately. Finally. Um, it, they lasted one episode on the <laughs> bus, a single episode. Um, and, you know, we get incredible Abby content, Abby yelling at bus driver Jim. Kelly recognizes the bus driver because he drives the bus to the wine festivals. Right. She's like, wait a minute. I recognize you. <laughs> I just, I now can't, like, think of Kathy or Kelly. I, it, the K is, it's too much. Totally. <laughs> I can't think of her as anything but that suburban mom who goes on, like, Groupon and buys, like, the ticket to ride the bus to the wine festival at the, like, conference center a couple towns over with her girls. And they call it, like, GNO Saturday night. Oh, God. That's so correct. And then it hurts. They're backed by 11, and they're like, what a wild night. They're like, that was crazy. See you at church in the morning, lady. Literally. Um, But one of my favorite parts of this bus ride is when, um, you know, Brooke's doing a little bit of an interview about what the chiropractor said about her hip, and you just hear Abby interjects her medical advice, and she says, you just got to grind it down. Like, what? Your bones are not supposed to grind down other bones in your body. That's not... And she said, it's grinding down, so you just have to turn out more and you'll be fine. She's like, eventually it will become nothing. And then the pain will be gone. I'm like... But then you have nothing. Like, kind of symbolic, honestly. You know, I took 11th grade anatomy, and therefore I think I am as qualified as Abby to give medical advice. Did Abby even take anatomy? Did she go to high school? (laughs) I feel like she just did the dance studio and then that was it. You know... Abby, if you'd like to comment, let us send know. us an email. <laughs> I want a transcript, please. <laughs> Still living on the dance floor at gmail.com. Thank if you. If anyone has it, let us, please let us see it. Um, they So they keep cutting between um, the bus and Kathy's car. And my favorite moment of this episode is when... <sighs> When Kathy is, you know, coaching Vivi, she's already made it clear that she thinks that Vivi has the potential to be a beautiful little girl if she learns turnout and if she learns um, manners and etiquette and stuff. And so Vivi is sitting back there with a cold, like clearly is more nasally than normal. The poor kid needs a tissue, not an episode on etiquette. But um, she's, you know, Vivi's like, okay. Okay, clearly does not care. No energy in this conversation. Whatever. Oh, and Kathy's and like, more emphasis on the K, please. And she goes, can you see it a little higher? Okay, okay. And I literally, and you just hear them say, okay, 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 okay. And I just, this was John Green's inspiration for The Fault in Our Stars. He literally started writing the book as soon as he saw this episode. He's like, I'm inspired. You know, I'm not Kathy's biggest fan, but I am grateful for that. Right. That really did something when I was in eighth grade. Shaped me. So. <laughs> I just feel so bad for Vivi. Oh, that poor girl. Someone get her out of the car. Literally, because Kathy was like, maybe smile? Bigger? Bigger? Even bigger. And she's like, I want to die. <laughs> her and the bus driver. Oh my gosh. That was mentioned about the bus driver wanting to kill himself. Because he was like, the bus driver wants to kill himself. <laughs> Who said that? Christy. Christy. Uh, oh, Christy. Um, yeah, so... We get there. We get there, and um, we find out that 
the group dance wasn't going on until later in the day, but everyone came early to support Vivi. And the woman who was basically, like, the stage manager mm-hmm. for the competition comes in, and she's talking to Melissa, and they're trying to get the music figured out, and something is wrong. And turns out that Kathy decided that instead of not making Vivi dance, she would just change Vivi's dance to something that Abby didn't choreograph, and that that would be the solution to the problem. Right, and Kathy fully expected Abby to be okay with this, and... Let her go under her name. When Abby makes it clear time and time again that her name and her reputation is all she has in this world. Literally. I, thought, I mean, she has Broadway Baby and her mother at this point. But she still has her name. I don't think she has a reputation. She doesn't, doesn't have, have a reputation <laughs> anymore. But, yeah. Um, Broadway Baby was the glue. Truly. It went downhill after that. But anyway. In this essay, I will. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Cabby's like, can I, can I see you outside? And it felt like, um, I know every word of the Hamilton soundtrack and I'm not like super proud of that, but it sound it felt like that song where, um, Washington's like, meet me inside, meet me inside. And <laughs> it's like the tension, the tension is building yeah. and they get out in the hallway and Kathy is fully just dumbstruck that. Abby's not okay with her changing the choreography, changing the costume, doing a dance she's never seen, and it not being under her name. She's like, I don't understand. She's like, what's wrong? (laughs) She's like, there's a problem here? Abby's like, are you dumb? Are you good? It genuinely felt like cringe humor. Yeah. Like, it was like, this can't be real. Like, again, Kathy, what goes on in your head scares me. (laughs) I don't, I don't understand. But also, by the end of their confrontation, Abby kind of gives in. Yeah. Which she doesn't do for, like, yeah, anyone. Yeah, so she's like, she's like, you know, I'm going to pick my battle. She said, the kid can go under my name. I think it does have to do with the fact that they were colleagues at this point. Like, she did know Candy Apples. I think there right. was prob- this was probably, like, the last little bit of trust f- looking at each other, like, dance teacher to dance teacher. Right, and I think Kathy also... Um, pays Abby more than everyone else. Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm also sure that the producers who are there with the camera are like, keep it going because this is gold. Right. So, Vivi is running her solo. She looks like a hot mess. Eyelashes on the eyelid. And she has these bobby pins that are like, like this girl has black hair. She has like silver, gold, brown bobby pins all over the place. She's wearing a cowboy hat. They don't do it. And it has like a elastic strap that goes under the chin. And I mean, Vivi's like not white and her skin's like a little bit darker and it's like a bright white strap. It just like cuts her neck in and they half. Don't, like they don't put foundation on it or anything to try to make it blend in. It's just there. She just, oh my God. And then you hear Gabby say, you know, if you forget the dance, just, just, just shake your butt. butt. And then Kathy goes backstage, fully, like, half sticking out of the wings, counting for Vivi the entire solo. I'm like, she can't hear you. No. She's so far away. (sighs) And then I think Vivi did do something wrong, because, like, she got off stage and she's like, it's okay, honey. It's okay. I'm like, what did she do wrong? Literally. Well, and then, so the dance is over, and I feel like we all kind of, like, had a sigh of relief, you know, like. Just like, thank God. We, that could have been so much worse. But then it got worse because they, we go to awards. Vivi gets seven. Go off queen. Did not think that you would even place. So, like, great job. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they, you know, they bring her up and they say, okay, seventh place, you know, who's your, who's your dance teacher? And she said, Kathy Jean Nesbitt Stone. And they said, representing what studio? And she said, Candy Apple's Dance Center. And, um, I think Abby, like, heart skipped a few beats. I was a little bit confused though, because I understand that they had that whole argument. So it was kind of a slap in the face for this to happen after Abby had to like put aside her pride and be okay with us. Yeah. But it wasn't a good dance. And how many times has Abby said that second is the first to lose? So if like, second is the first to lose, what is seventh place? Right. Like, why did she want her name right. associated kinda, with? This is kind of the best outcome for you. The only thing I can think of is she wanted people to hear that she was there. That's the yeah, only maybe. thing. Because she was in New Jersey. And she wanted to like, spread her name out a little bit. But um, She also called New Jersey the big city at one point in this episode, and I literally paused it so I could roll my eyes. Literally, it deserved that. And that's that on living in New York City. <laughs> She's like, New Jersey, the place where dreams come true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You've never been there. <laughs> Just because I haven't left the South doesn't mean I don't know about it, okay? New Jersey is the place to be. All right. Well... Kathy says that that competition is not the place to be because after Vivi gets her award, she leaves. Literally, all these poor moms came two hours early. And so she basically wouldn't stay for the group dance was the issue. Right, and she drove so far it makes no sense why you wouldn't just stay for like two more hours. Right. She's get like, some well, like dinner with them. She was like, well, we have a longer drive back tonight, so we're going to go. And I mean, all of the moms, maybe they did overreact a little bit. They're like, I am Ended. I would kind of be mad too. Yeah. I would just be like done with Kathy at that point after like the music and solo debacle. I'd be like, why? I mean, when you think about it, the first like scene post pyramid this week is Kathy sitting there talking shit about the way that they do things. Right. Then she goes out to lunch with Melissa specifically to get tea and like talk crap about the moms and their husbands. And the moms find out about that. Then Gabby causes all this chaos and all this drama about the solos when you know the moms are sitting there being like, well, if my kid had a solo, we wouldn't be causing this much, this many issues. Right. Um, and then she leaves. It's just annoying. It, like, I love Kathy's little, like, one-liners, but other than that, she's just kind of, like, a nuisance at this point. I know. I'm really excited. I can't wait for her to leave and then re be reintroduced in the context of being the owner of Candy Apples because that's really when she comes into her own. Mm-hmm. We get to see some backstory when she's with the team, but it's something's more gratifying watching her like stumble and try to go against Abby and just never win. Right. It's something it feeds my soul in okay. a way. Well, so then the episode wraps up with ups and downs, which truly is one of my favorite group dances. It was, it was just really, it wasn't even, like, technically perfect. It really it's wasn't even all that clean. Dance, yeah. It was just, like, nice, and the music was good, the costumes. The whole thing had a really, like, strong aesthetic that was mm-hmm. really tied together really well. I think with, like, the color and the design of the costumes and the song and the choreography, really good. It's, like, very age-appropriate. Definitely. Unlike last week. Something very refreshing after an episode, like, prostitutes and electricity, it was... A good 180. It was fun to see Mackenzie in the dance, too. Mm-hmm. That was cute. Because I don't think we had seen her in a group dance yet. Thank goodness she wasn't in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so that was fun to, like, watch her keep up with the big girls. And Brooks Acro is so impressive. Brooks Acro is so impressive. And I love watching, um, 
like Maddie and Chloe, who are definitely more lyrical contemporary mm-hmm. dancers, watching them do acro, it was a little bit different than Brooke, and I thought they were all really good. Right. The whole thing worked. Paige and Nia looked really good in the dance, too. Like, everyone blended so well. Nothing stuck out as, like, someone being horrible. I think one of the big criticisms of Abby as a dance teacher is that she really doesn't choreograph to the individual child's strength, and right. I agree with that. Like, you know, Maddie does so well because she gets dances that work for her because right. those are the dances Abby likes, and you can't really say the same about the other kids. But I think in this group dance, really, I think they did a really good job of making it work for each individual kid because they were on the spectrum of acro. They were all in different places as far as what their ability was. Right. So Maddie and Chloe got to do more, like, lyrical acro stuff while Paige and Nia did more straight tumbling, um... And Mackenzie and um, Brooke did more, like, contortion stuff. Yeah. Um, And the whole thing, just, like, it worked really well. Big fan. I love how at the end there was no fights about anything. And they just showed them, like, taking pictures with the MC and, like, their plaque. Well, and then you get maybe my second favorite part of the episode where they asked Brooke. They said, you know, so was it worth, um, you know, going away for the weekend and Mm -hmm. missing things? And she said, well... There was a football game, and there were two parties, and I'm glad we came, and I'm glad we won, but I won't be able to answer that question until I know more about how the parties were. She's like, I know my place. She's like, I can't speak for everyone. She said, and I said, you know, yes, queen, be honest with us. Literally. And that was pretty much the end of the episode. Brooke kind of closed it out, giving her her final thoughts. I mean, for an episode with the dance called Ups and Downs, it really didn't have a lot of ups and downs. And I liked it. Yeah. It was, like, a good episode. I think it's a good... It was a good filler episode between episode two and what next week is going to be. I'm scared for next week because that's one of my least favorite fights that ever happens because it makes all the kids cry. And you just... And you hear them yelling, but the camera's on the kids sobbing. It makes me so sad. I mean, I think only one person cried this week. Who was it? It was Brooke. Brooke. And she, oh. like, just didn't really know what she... She kind of had a breakdown for a second. Yeah. In a very, like, 13-year-old breakdown of, like, I have a lot of feelings, but I don't know what they are. Right. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like this hasn't been that exciting, but, like, it was a good... It was a good filler episode, I think. Yeah. You know, considering that, you know, episode one had to introduce us to everything. Episode two had to make it a little spicy to get people to tune in. Yeah. I feel like this gave you a look into what a normal week would be like. Yeah. Like, what their life was like before the show started and before all the fighting. This was probably, like, what most of their competitions looked like. Yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of, like, shade at certain points, you know. Naturally, the things that everyone's always annoyed about, they were still annoyed about. But it was just annoyance. It wasn't full-blown fighting. Right. It was just kind of... They were just pointing out things that they noticed. It was nothing, nothing malicious. Yeah, which is, you know, refreshing in the grand scheme of these episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Not even Melissa really got into that much. She was a little snaky, but, you know, not to the point that it caused a fight. So right. South Couldn't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be that bad. But that was it. That's it. That's it for episode three, I think. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week for episode four. Which will be the polar opposite of this because so many dances, so much fighting. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Bye.